Christ, what episode is this again? Now for a lore cast? Who, who the hell approved doing a show on Shin? Every damn thing he says is open to be false. That, that's it. I'm going solo. <laughs> Welcome, Guardians, to episode 3 forward slash C, the Malfur Lorecast. I'm Anon Pig, and with us this week, we have our fantastic hosts, Purple Chimera and Mythos Mike. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Just uh, exhausted, ready to go to bed. <laughs> Aren't we all? As well as a special guest who's just waking up from the Ishtar Collective website himself, Baxter! Hello. Now, before we begin, let's hear about where we can find you, and more importantly, how the IshtarCollective.net came to be what it is today. Well, um, you can find me and Purple Chimera at <laughs> www.ishtar-collective.net, uh. or you can... <laughs> yeah, you might not have heard of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can find us on Twitter at Ishtar Call. That's Ishtar C O L L. And as for how the website came to be, well, uh, it was about it was just over two years ago now. Um, a guardian managed to get access to the old archives on Venus, uh-huh. and um, yeah, basically we were responsible for bringing those back online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's that's very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Ha- hashtag legit. Legit lore. Legit lore. If you're gonna say it, say the whole thing. I mean. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, hashtag legit backstory. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna like this all night. I'm just gonna groan the whole night. You do that every episode. <laughs> That's, that's becoming a thing. I, I've gotten comments from viewers like, why do you groan every time they say ishtar-collective.net? Oh, no. just, I'm just like, I don't know. I started doing it when they first said it, and that's just a thing now. So uh, I've just kept doing it over over time, I guess. Yeah. That'll, that'll be your catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in my bio later tonight. How about that? Yes, uh... <laughs> This week, by special request, request, uh, we will be talking about Shin Malfur's life, and if there's time, we'll have some discussion on it as well. So let's move on to our weekly highlight. Weekly highlights will vary with each episode. They can include community stories, fanfiction, gear, and weapon text, grimoire, general hype, etc., 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 etc. Man, I gotta drop some of these etc. It's exhausting. This week's weekly highlight is a request we sent out a little while back. Replace a word in the movie title to to create a title for Destiny 2. I suggested uh, Scion Menace and Vex on a Plane, but I was quickly outclassed by some of these amazing uh, titles here. (laughs) Yeah, there's some really good ones. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Uh, So, to get us started... I want, I want to read some of uh, Rhino666's. Uh, what's his... Does anyone know his actual Twitter handle off the top of their head? I do not. Uh, so look for him if you like. Uh, at Rhino underscore 666. Uh, he's the one with the bacon skull and crossbones. 
Uh-huh. He always he he does really good um, in depth descriptions of uh, like the the etymology and the history behind weapon names and things like that. It's really cool. That's that's what I was just about to plug. So thanks oh. for saying that. You <laughs> see, it's just because we we're on the same page. We we are we we're so in sync. Should I just leave you two alone, or... I'd be okay with No, that. no, but by court order, we, we cannot be left. <laughs> so it's probably for the best. <laughs> by order of what court, exactly? It It's complicated. <laughs> the, the court of orcs, obviously. <laughs> Either way. Uh, this, this little chunk comes from Rhino. Uh, thank you for these. Miss Peregrine's Greaves Homes for, Home for Peculiar Children, Pete's Dragon's Breath, Bounty and the Beast, Die Hard Mode, Memento. Uh, that that one's one of my favorites because Memento is a movie and also a PvP map. Iron Lord of the Rings, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Nexus Mind, which is getting revamped. Uh, <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Back to the Future Warhol. I like that one. I'm sorry, but I really like that one. That's one of my favorites. Back to the Future War Cult. I should have thought of that myself. Then we um, got a couple entries from the KOT podcast. Um, this is uh, we got three of them from them, and uh, this one is uh, Red De- Red Death Pool um, holds the uh, Crota's End story, <laughs> and uh, Eris Morn's Day Off. That's also one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. I'd love to watch that film. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like. It would be... Actually, the best thing about it is that uh, Eris wouldn't be Ferris. Eris would be... Uh... Oh, what the hell is his name? Simon? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Like no, you, could, you could just replace her with him, or replace him with her, and make Cade fair. Oh my God! Yeah, I was just thinking Cade is Ferris, and That's then thing. and Cade happen. drives for um, Eris's ship out of her dad's. <laughs> yeah, it just gets better. Oh my goodness! Uh, so just just so everyone's aware, I think uh, Forrest had a drop or Purple had a dropout. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, She'll be she, back. she might be back. Uh, just so everyone's aware. Uh, Baxter, why don't you take a few? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so the next one was from Glencoe Cole, and he suggested Blade Dancer. <laughs> instead of Blade Runner. Yeah, That's or it clever. could be instead of Dirty Dancing. No, probably not. Probably no. instead of Blade <laughs> God damn it! That's Blade dancing, Um, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Obviously, obviously, Blade Runner. Um, and um, (laughs) BK Spleen sent in the. I love puns. I really love puns. (laughs) So this is this is just joy for me. Um, no land beyond time. The Taken King's speech. When an exo stranger calls. <laughs> Strangers call. And, <laughs> and the Iron Lord Giant. That that movie 
always makes me cry uh, when Yolder's running into the replication chamber and she's she's just going Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, um, who's uh, thank you, Waning, for uh, sending those in. (laughs) So uh, then the RNG cast. uh, That's another podcast. Go check them out. I was on last week and uh, this week. They also talked about me. I felt really bad. I just want to apologize to them. Uh, I I I humbled them in lore, and they just really made me feel like I just like came onto their podcast and was like, "You you don't know shit." I'm gonna fucking sc- <laughs> like that's not how I meant to come off. <laughs> that is how I came off. Uh, you make me feel bad about my lack of well, knowledge. I, I sometimes. don't care about you. Wow. Jeez. Jeez. No, you felt that way, Swiney. Either way. Great podcast. You should definitely check them out. They're they're a longer podcast, but they're still a great podcast. Uh, they sent in a River Run Oryx. Our very own Handsome Dragon sent in Pride and Vex Juice boxes, as well as Sense and New Monarchy. And H.E. Dave sent, said The Vanguard Club, Attack on Titan, and A Thin Red Jack Line. <laughs> I love the idea of the the Vanguard Club. Yeah, <laughs> the Breakfast <laughs> Club. Like I just I'm now imagining every '80s movie where um, Cade, Eris, Ikora, and oh Zavala just replace the entire cast. <laughs> Who would be the princess? Marasov. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be an image. <laughs> we need Next animators step. like right now yeah like just grab. a scene just to, just a scene or two i don't need like i need the whole movie but i'll accept <laughs> a scene or two <laughs> <sighs> that's funny next up we have a very big fan of the show uh toby or mr sadass on uh twitter he says oh. uh uh titanic Actually, don't know what that's from. <laughs> Titanic. Oh, t- t- ah, that makes more sense. Um, then uh, Terminator Two, Juggernaut Day. That <laughs> 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 one. Then uh, Scion King. Um, and we have a couple more from uh, another one from Victoria Wolf, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No explanation needed. I love the ones uh, that don't change anything. Mm-hmm. They're just like, no, yeah. I'm just going to give you a movie title. It'll work. <laughs> yeah. Then another one from uh, Ryan Schofer, who offered uh, how the ta- how the Taken stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, a uh, big fan of the lore of Destiny, uh, Cool Drawn the Gate Lord, says uh, Tower Wars: The Cryptarch Strikes Back. <laughs> Um, and then uh, Wiz- Weasel Dog Jr. Uh, sent in the Hunt for Red Death. Nice. I I can I can relate to that. I've been hunting <laughs> for Red Death for a very long time. I was lucky enough to get in year one, so I'll have it next. Hey, she's back. In a minute, maybe. Is she back? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> I'll keep reading them all waiting. Um, 
And then Barry Pockerson in uh, Destiny Has Fallen. <laughs> A lot of the community feels the same way, Barry, trust me. Then uh, we have Stan Elwick, who suggests uh, Cabal Runnings. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> then, uh, Baxter, you want to take a couple more? Yeah. Um, Cody Thetford said, uh, we are guardians. <laughs> um, Captain McFly said, back to the mythoclast. <laughs> Matt Moriarty sent in the last guardian. <laughs> and also, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that actually. And also um, sent in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Crota. That's a good one. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, John Mark Wyatt sent in Lord of the Towers, Return of the Gjallarhorn. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's complex. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam sent in... Um, Whirlwind Wars, Revenge of the Elixir. Yeah, I, I think that would be a great title for Destiny 2. <laughs> if, that, if, that, if that's what they were, it was about, then I would agree. But I don't think it yeah. would be uh, big on the Elixir in D2. Uh, we've had enough time with the Elixir lately. No, we haven't, but I mean... Uh, for, okay, for everyone else besides a non-pig, we've had enough <laughs> of the uh, Elixir lately. <laughs> And, uh, why don't you finish um, this up with uh, the ones that you sent in? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I I sent in uh, a, a couple. Um, so Jurassic Park Two: The Last Word. <laughs> Robin Hood of the Exile. The Iron Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> the Dark Taken Night. I like that one too. There we go. I'll finish off uh, <laughs> all these amazing Destiny 2. Uh, these are actually all Destiny 2, just depending on what universe you're living in. So we'll <laughs> find out which one we're in when it does finally drop. Was it actually officially announced for 2017, or is it just the... I didn't think it was officially anything, really. It was... Uh, they they said in the update that there was going to be a DLC and the update way past um, that there was going to be a DLC dropping in twenty early twenty sixteen or late twenty sixteen. My bad. Seventeen. And uh, and then they said that a new game would be released in twenty seventeen. I believe. Interesting. That was in a Bungie Weekly update many many months ago before the release of. That was probably around SRL last year actually. It goes around that time, but it's been a while. Well, um, that's going to bring us to our main topic then. Uh, it's, it's all about Shin Malfur, and, yeah. and really, it's all about Jaren Ward too. You can you can separate out the dragon from the Shin and Jaren, but you can't separate out Shin from Jaren or Jaren mm-hmm. from Shin. They're just too intertwined. And yeah. uh, for these cards, there's really not a room, uh, not a lot of room to really segue into the next card. So I think the best way to go about this is just to read the cards that we have lined up here. And then at the end, we'll 
we'll talk about it. Oh. Sounds good. Gonna go all the way back. Do you want to go through all the cards and then discuss them? Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay, awesome. I, just, I don't know, stopping point or something. Never mind, just go ahead. <laughs> uh, Baxter, you, you said that you were uh, yeah. <laughs> rehearsing so that, your shin voice. Do you want to get us started? I, I, oh, that, oh, I think you've built this up too much now. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I did. I read. I read through every card in anticipation of the of the the podcast today. So whew. yeah, I can, I can I can give it a go. No pressure. I'm not going to put on an accent or anything. I'm just going to read the card though. This is this isn't so much a shin voice. As a just, just well, it's, it's just gonna be my voice. <laughs> Your voice, if you were. It's like you already have an yeah. accent. This, this <laughs> is this is true. I hadn't thought of it that way. Is Shin Irish? Okay. He is now. I'm not, I'm not Irish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I'm I just kidding. I just live in Ireland. I'm not Irish. You mean you can Irish? move? So yeah, uh, that's allowed. Well, not not after Brexit, probably. <laughs> That's fair. I got out before the Brexit. <laughs> um, okay. Should I just go? Yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, okay. I'm writing this from memory. Some mine, but not all. The facts won't sync with the reality, but they'll be close. And there's no one to say otherwise. So for all intents and purposes, this will be the history of a settlement we called Palamon and the horrors that followed an all-too-brief peace. I remember home and stories of a paradise we'd all get to see someday, of a city shining even in the night. Palamon didn't shine, but it was a sanctuary of a sort. We'd settled in the heart of a range that stretched the horizon, Wooded mountains that shot with purpose towards the sky. Winters were harsh, but the trees and peaks hid us from the world. We talked about moving on sometimes, striking out for the city, but it was just a longing. Drifters came and went. On occasion they would stay, but rarely. We had no real government, but there was rule of law, basic tenets agreed upon by all and eventually overseen by Magistrate Loken. And there you have it. No government until there was. I was young, so I barely understood. I remember Loken as a hard-working man who just became broken. Mostly I think he was sad, sad and frightened. His fingers tightened on Palamon. People left. Those who stayed saw our days become grey. Loken's protection from the fallen from ourselves, became dictatorial. Looking back, I think maybe Loken had just lost too much of himself, his family, but everyone lost something, and some of us had nothing to begin with. My only memory of my parents is a haze, like a daydream, and a small light, like the spark of their souls. It's not anything I dwell on. They left me early, taken by dregs, Palamon raised me from there. The family I call my own, called my own, 
cared for me as if I was their natural-born son. And life was good. Being the only life I knew, my judgment is skewed, and it wasn't easy, pocked by loss as it was. But I would call it good. Until, of course, it wasn't. Until two men entered my world. One a light, the other the darkest shadow I would ever know. cards <laughs> yeah these, these are a bunch of long cards these are just like six long cards oh well we'll get through them yeah. I, I can uh, I can do last word too if you like yeah alright so this is the ghost uh, ghost fragment the last word two the man I would uh, the man I would come to know is Jaron Ward my third father and quite possibly my closest friend came to Palamon from the south I was just a boy, but I'll never forget his silhouette on the empty trail as he made his slow walk into town. I'd never seen anything like him. Maybe none of us had. He'd said he was only passing through, and I believed him. Still do, but life can get in the way of of intent, and often does. I can picture that day with near-perfect clarity. Of all the details, though, every nuance, every moment, the memory that sticks out in my mind is the iron on Jaron's hip. A cannon that looked both pristine and lived in, like a relic of every battle he'd ever fought, hung low at his waist, a trophy and a warning. This man was dangerous, but there was a light about him, a pureness to his weight, that seemed to hint that his ire was something earned, not carelessly given. I'd been the first to see him as he approached, but soon most of Palamon had turned out to greet him. My father held me back as soon as everyone stood in silence. Jaren didn't make a sound behind his sleek racer's helmet. He looked just like the heroes in the stories. And to this day, I'm not sure one way or the other if the silence between the townspeople and the adventurer was born of fear or respect. I like to think the latter, but any truth I try to place on the moment would be of my own making. As we waited for Magistrate Loken to arrive and make an official greeting, my patience got the best of me. I shook free of my father's heavy hand and made the short sprint across the court, stopping a few paces from where this new curiosity stood, a man unlike any other. I stared up at him, and he lowered his attention to me, his eyes hidden behind the thick, tinted visor of his headgear. My sight quickly fell to his sidearm. I was transfixed by it. I imagined all the places that weapon had been, all the wonders it had seen, the horrors it had endured. My imagination darted from one heroic act to the next. I barely registered when he began to kneel, holding out the iron as if in offering. But my eyes locked onto the piece, mesmerized. I recall turning back to my father and seeing the looks on the faces of everyone I knew. There was worry there, my father slowly shaking his head as if pleading with me to ignore the gift. I turned back to the man I would come to know as Jaron Ward, the finest hunter this system may ever know and one of the finest guardians to ever defend the Traveler's Light. And I took the weapon in my hand, carefully, gently. Not to use, but to observe, to imagine, to feel its weight and know its truth. That was the first time I held last word, but unfortunately, not the last. I just want to say this uh, this piece here is written by an uh, amazing, amazing writer of Destiny Lore, Jonathan Goff, uh, this whole series just absolutely stunning the way he puts thought into these cards. Just want to say that before we move on. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I am kidding, of course. These these are, without a doubt, some of the most loved cards. Some of the the uh, biggest like, oh, you're getting into lore. You gotta read these. Like mm-hmm. they're like like this in Books of Sorrow. These are the these are sets like that people obsess over. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Uh, uh, purple, you haven't you haven't said anything in a while. Why don't you why don't you take the next card? <laughs> okay. Do it. Uh, Ghost Fragment the Dark Age too. Logan's men found Jaron Ward in the courtyard where this had all began. Nine guns trained on him, nine cold hearts awaiting the order. Magistrate Logan standing behind them, looking pleased with himself. Jaron Ward stood in silence. His ghost peeked out over his shoulder. Logan took in the crowd before stepping forward, as if to claim the ground, his ground. You question me? There was venom in his words. This is not your home. I remember Logan's gestures here, making a show of it all. Everyone else was still, quiet. I tugged at my father's sleeve, but he just tightened his grip on my shoulder to the point of pain, his way of letting me know that this was not the time. I'd watched Jaren's every move, the past months, mapping his effortless gestures and slight earned mannerisms. I'd never seen anything like him. He was something I couldn't comprehend, and yet I felt under I understood all I needed the moment I'd seen him. He was more than us. Not better, not superior, just more. I wanted Father to stop what was happening. Looking back now, I realized that he didn't want to stop it. No one did. As Logan belittled Jaren Ward, taunted him, enumerated his crimes and sins, my eyes were stuck on Jaren's pistol, fixed to his hip, his steady hand resting calmly on his belt. I remembered the pistol's weight, effortless, and my concern faded. I understood. This is our town, my town, Logan was shouting now. Teach the people of Palamon a lesson in obedience. Not anymore. Logan laughed dismissively. He had nine guns on his side. Those gonna be your last words then, boy? The movement was a flash, quick as chain lightning. Jaron Ward spoke as he moved. Yours, not mine. Smoke trailed from Jaron's revolver. Logan hit the ground, a dark hole in his forehead, eyes staring into eternity. Jaren stared down the nine guns trained on him. One by one, they lowered their aim. And the rest of my life began, where, in a few short years, so many others would be ended. Fun fact about the last word, which was uh, just used to kill Loken. Uh, I didn't know it was actually fully automatic until about halfway through year two. <laughs> Like everyone, everyone always said it's 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 fully automatic. It's fully automatic and stuff like that. And I thought that they meant it's super fast, and we don't feel like saying super fast, so we're gonna say it's fully automatic to be cool. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it is super fast. But that, like, I my impression was it's a Jacob's weapon from Borderlands, and it will fire mm-hmm. as fast as you pull the trigger. Not that I can literally hold the trigger down and just boom go so 
I, I learned. Well, you're not the only one because one of the guys I play with on a regular basis, we kept telling that to him too. Like, it's it's full auto. Why are you playing? Like, who would come over to our house and I would hear him like click, 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 click on his controller. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Believe? Like, just try it. It was embarrassing. Especially when I was trying to get good with it. I was like, how are other people firing like twice as fast as I am capable to fire? Like, how are they... Are they using, like, two fingers? Like, I'm thinking, like, is it, like, one of those, like, double-trigger paintball guns they got? Like, a modded controller or something? <laughs> I, I was... I was not okay with it. <laughs> I think if you're used to, um... <clears throat> if you're used to hand cannons uh, or scout rifles, then you, you, get out, you get out of the habit of, like, trying to hold your, your, your button down to fire, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sometimes burst fire can be, you know, uh, beneficial though with auto rifles yeah, or yeah. blast bird. Yeah. Either way, uh, ghost fragment, the last word for now. This is part one of four because we're trying to we're trying to do this in uh, the chronological uh, order. And last word four has a then and now section. So then. Oh, that's really cool. What? That you split it up. I didn't notice that you'd split it up. Oh yeah, well I mean, like I want it to be the the fluid yeah. story, not jarring. Like, oh wait, wait, now we're back and <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, cool. Um, like it's cool how it's written, but like it, to follow the story, it's really confusing. Yeah, because they're not yeah. even one series of cards. Like Dark Age, yeah. don't read Dark Age One. That has nothing to do with this, but Dark Age <laughs> Two does. Uh, yeah. So, then, Palamon was ash. I was only a boy, my face caked in soot, snot, and sorrow. I'd assumed Jaren, my friend, our guardian, the savior of Palamon, would always protect us, could always save us, but I was a fool. Jaren and the others, only a handful, but still the best hunters our hardest hearts had left three sons prior. Tracking fallen after the bandits caused a stir. The stranger, the other, arrived the following day. He rarely spoke, took a room, took our hospitality. I was intrigued by him, as I was Jaren when he'd first arrived. But the stranger was cold, distant, damaged, I thought. But I wasn't afraid. Not yet. Only a child, I knew the monsters of our world to walk of our world walk to walk like men but they were not they were something alien forearmed and savage the stranger was polite but solemn i took him for a sad broken man and he was though at the time i didn't understand how that can make one dangerous as with jaren father made as with jaren father made an effort to keep me away from the stranger it wouldn't matter as the silhouette approached fear held tight the dark figure towered over me, looking into me, through me. He smiled, my knees weak, all lost. Then he turned and walked away, leaving ruin and a heartbroken, terrified boy in his wake without a second glance. I've been chasing that stranger's shadow ever since. Back to cool. Yeah, okay. 
So this is um, Ghost Fragment, The Last Word, 3. It was the fourth night of the seventh moon. Nine rises since any sign. Trail wasn't cold, but lukewarm would have been an exaggeration. Jaron had us hold by a ravine. The heavy wood along the cliff's edge caught the wind, holding back the cold and the rush of water muffled our conversation. We'd seen dual skiffs hanging low as they cut through the valley. Wasn't known fallen territory, but anymore that's a dangerous assumption. There were six of us then, three less than two moons prior, but still one more than when we'd first turned our backs to Palamon's ash. We took a rotation for watch during the night. Movement was kept to a minimum and communication was down to hand signals and simple gestures. We could hold our own in a fight, but only the dead went looking for one. The hard truth had cut in direct opposition to our reasons for being so far from anything resembling civilization, much less our safety. The skiffs had spooked Kressler and Nada, and in truth me as well. But looking back, I think we were all just grasping for any good reason to turn back. Not because we would turn back, but because it seemed to be our only real hope, and I think we all knew it. Forward, where we were headed, into the unknown, and following the the footsteps we were, it all just started to feel like a never-ending dead end after a while. Jaron never wavered, though. Not once. At least, not to any noticeable degree. It, it was his drive, his conviction, that kept us going. And it's hard to think on, but if I'm honest, it was his death that rekindled my own fire. A fire that was all but exhausted on that cold night. He seemed confident we were close. But more than confident, sure, he seemed sure. No one else felt it. Our own confidence and any enthusiasm we'd had was set to wither soon as Brevin, Tren and Mel were gunned down. The ghost, Jaron's ghost, never said a word to any of us, just hung there, always alert, always judging. Not us, per se, but the moment, any moment. I never got the sense it thought of us as lesser, more that it was guarded, wary. We knew it could speak. We'd overheard them a few times, just brief words, and no one ever pressed the subject. From time to time I caught its gaze lingering on me, but always assumed the attention was a result of the bond Jaron and I had. He was a father to me. At the time I didn't know why he'd singled me out as someone to care for, someone to protect. After all the loss, I welcomed it, but looking back, taking in the arm's length at which he kept the others, I guess I should have known, or at least suspected, there was more to it. We all woke that night, closer to morning than the previous day. A crack of gunfire split through the wood, then more, far off but near enough to pump the blood. A familiar ring, last word, Jaron's sidearm, his best friend. Then another, a single shot, 
an unmistakable echo calling through the night, hushed, cutting, one shot, dark and infernal, followed by silence. We crouched low and quiet, listening, hoping. Jaron was gone, off on his own. Maybe we were closer than we'd allow ourselves to believe. Too close. He'd gone to face death alone. I couldn't admit it, not at the time, but he thought he was protecting us. After such a long road, years on its heels, a trail littered with suffering and fire, maybe he just couldn't take the thought of any more dead kids, as he called us. The echoes faded, and we all held still. No way to track the direction. No sense in rushing blind. What was done was done. The cadence of the shots fired told a story none of us cared to hear. Last word it hadn't been, and somewhere in the world, close enough for us to bear absent witness, but far enough to be a daydream. Oh no, a dream. <laughs> Jaron Ward lay dead or dying, and there was nothing to be done. Hours passed, an eternity we held our spot, but as the sun rose, the others began to fade back into the world. Without Jaron, there was nothing holding us together. No driving force. Vengeance had grown stale as a motivator. Fear and a longing to see more suns rise drove a wedge between duty and desire. By midday, I was alone. I couldn't leave. Wouldn't. Either I would find Jaron and set him at ease, or the other would find me, and that would be a fitting end. Death marching on. But then, emotion, quick and darting. My muscles tensed and my hands shot to grip, to the grip of my lead slinger. Then a confirmation of the horrible truth I had already accepted, as Jaron's ghost came to halt a few paces in front of me. I exhaled and slumped forward, still standing but broken. The tiny light looked me over with a curious tilt to its axis, then shot a beam of light over my body, scanning me as it had done the very first time we met. I looked up, staring into its singular glowing eye, and it spoke. Well, really interesting card. Mmm... That's one way to put it. <laughs> well, Tell well, us how you feel, uh, Purple. <laughs> well, we'll get into it at the end. I'll, I'll wait. But uh, for this next card, there's, uh, there's uh, two people talking here, so why don't we uh, divide that up? <laughs> God damn <laughs> um, I can take a part. I guess I haven't done a card for a little bit now. So then uh, one is the ghost, and uh, two is uh, dragon. Um, I actually, hang on, guys. I actually um, color-coded this. What? For each, hang on. You color-coded this? Oh, what? It's not here. Hang on, hang on. I just put put new lines with everything to separate who was speaking. Yeah, Yeah, hang hang on. Don't worry, color-coding is much better. See, I didn't think of that. That's, yeah. It doesn't take too long. Oh. Oh. For it? There oh. it is. Awesome. 
I don't see any colors. Oh yeah, now I do. You're going to be like, hold on a second, Baxter. You uh, go colorblind all of a sudden. <laughs> it had to get all the way across the ocean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so this is um, a transcript, like uh, Anon Pig was saying, this is a transcript of a conversation between a ghost, uh, which is designated as redacted, it says, and then a uh, guardian type, which can be easily inferred as... Uh, uh, how did you pronounce it? Dragon, your? Mm-hmm. Dragon. Okay. Dragon. I say I say dredgen. I say dredgen. I say dredgen as well, but. Well, we're not looking for something at the bottom of a lake, so I don't know why you would say dredgen. <laughs> yeah, but but there's a there's a D. Yeah. yeah. It's D R E D. Do you not? Whatever. I'm. You know what? Dread. Baxter is apparently allowed to have an accent, and I'm not. But that's fine. <laughs> this is okay. why this is why we got divorced. <laughs> wow. The truth I mean, comes out. There were other things too, but yeah, I mean this like was all, this all was the core stuff, reason. But I mean like <laughs> I don't need to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, the the U ones are uh the ghost. So who wants to be the ghost? I can be the ghost. Um, you're gonna be the ghost? Okay, who wants to be Dredgen? I can be dredging. Yeah, you'll be dredging. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if I've spoken too much already, so. You go right ahead. Yeah. Aww. They're used to our voices. Yeah. We, we <laughs> okay. want the fans to hear new people. Because we. Okay. Right. I'll have to. I'll have to do my dredging voice now. It's the same as like <gasps> <a> shin voice. Impressed. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to do that. Uh, that was just for <laughs> Please do. I love it. Please do it. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I can't do that. Oh. I, I can give it. I can give it a try. <laughs> this is a long card. You'll you'll like yeah. pull your vocal cords. I think by about the fifth line. <laughs> yeah, no, it would be awful. Your yeah. voice would be totally dead. I could try to do a Nolan North or a Nolan Bot voice, but I I just can't pull that off. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best to do an extremely high-pitched kitty voice, though. All just, right. How about you just read it? <laughs> wow. I can't. You just read the card. Wow. For fuck's sake. Jeez. Watch Some your people. language, man. You're younger I, than me. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, you are by far the youngest person here. You're a baby. At least I'm not in the teens anymore. Now read the card. Fine, Daddy. Oh. <clears throat> Such darkness. Impressed. Far from it. To each their own. His light is faded. His light is gone. You are an infection. I am that which will cleanse. You are a monster. (laughs) An old friend once saw me as the same. He was right. And had we met earlier, so too would you be. You dare defend yourself? All you've done as anything but monstrous? No more than a hurricane. Then you're a force of nature? I am all that is right. You may not see it, for lack of looking or blind ignorance, but I am all that is good. You just murdered a good man. He shot first. Yet you stand. Guess he missed. He never misses. First time for everything. 
His cannon? Nice piece of hardware. Well worn, but clean. Smooth hammer. It was his prize. Guess he put too much faith in the wrong steel. Is that where your faith lies? In steel? Not for some time. My steel is only an extension. My faith is in the shadow. Then my light is in front to all you are. I am your truest enemy. One of many. Would you end me? Not you. Not now. The shadow knows mercy. The shadow knows no such thing. Then what? The other. What other? The dead man's charge. The boy? You'd end him as well? If it comes to that, we'll see. I won't let you have the child. Been long enough now. Think maybe he's a man. You cannot have him. Not yet. I won't let you. <laughs> that you could stop me is an amusing thought. Here. Take it. Why? Give the apprentice his master's sword. It is a gift. You cannot have him. You fear for his light? He is special. Yes. I am aware. You're trying to tempt him. You're feeding his anger. The gun is a memento, nothing more. You claim to be a vessel, a hollow shell where a man once where once a man stood, but that is just a lie. The man is still in you. There is no man here. I am now, and for the rest of time, only dredging your The Eternal Abyss. <laughs> so not all the forgotten languages are dead. Hide behind whatever titles you wish. It is still it is all still a facade. No force of nature would play such games. Games? The cannon. You wish to tempt the boy, to spur him on and fuel his rage. There is intent there. The actions of a man, monstrous, mad or otherwise, you are nothing more. And what value does your conclusion bring, flawed as it may be? That a hurricane can only be weathered, not stopped, not redirected. A force of nature is uncaring and without intent. But a man... Yes. A man is none of those things. A man can be killed. <laughs> and there it is. There what is? A sliver of hope. That is actually one of my favorite cards in this series. Yeah, it's really good. They're all amazing, to be honest. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. This this one, because um, it, it isn't it isn't confirmed, and I know we say we we'd save it off at the end, just while it's fresh in everybody's minds. Uh, obviously, it's. I mean, in my opinion, it's between Dragon and Jaren's ghost after Dragon killed Jaren. Uh, yeah. And this card just shows so much of the emotion in Dragon. Yeah. Like, so much of the motive and desire. I mean, uh, you say it's unconfirmed, but I mean, I, if he says, I am now only Dredgen Yor. Well, yeah. 
I'm saying the unconfirmed of uh, Dredgen killing Jaren. I understand. But. It's just what. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my, my understand. Never mind. Uh, Forrest, you want to read the, the part two of Last Word 4? Since you've been silent for a little bit. Mm, sure. <laughs> now. We stood silent, the sun high. Seconds passed, feeling more like hours. He looked different. He seemed now to be weightless, effortless in an existence that would crush a man burdened by conscience. My gaze remained locked as I felt a heat rising inside of me. The other spoke. Been a while. I gave no reply. The gunslinger soared his cannon. That was a gift. My silence held as my thumb caressed the perfectly worn hammer at my hip. An offering from me to you. The heat grew, centered in my chest. I felt like a coward the day Jaren Ward died, and for many cycles after. But here, I felt only the fire of my light. The other probed. Nothing to say? He let his words hang. I've been waiting for you for this day. His attempt at conversation felt mundane when judged against all that had come before. Many times I thought you'd faltered, given up. All I'd lost, all who'd suffered, flashed rapid through my mind, intercut with a dark silhouette walking toward a frightened, weak coward of a boy. The fire burned in me. The other continued. But here you are. This is truly an end. As his tongue slipped between syllables, my gun hand moved as if of its own will. Reflex and purpose merged with anger, clarity, and an overwhelming need for just that. An end. In step with my emotion, the fire within burst into focus, through my shoulder, down my arm, as my finger closed on the trigger of my third father's cannon. Two shots. Two bullets engulfed in an angry glow. The other fell. I walked to his corpse. He never raised his cursed thorn, the jagged gun with the festering sickness. I looked down at the dead man who, ca who had caused so much death. My shooter still embraced by the dancing flames of my light. A sadness came over me. I thought back to my earliest days of Palamon, of Jaren. Leven leveling my cannon at the dead man's helm, I paid one final tribute to my mentor, my savior, my father, and my friend. Yours, not mine. As I closed my grip, allowing Jaren's cannon, now my own, to have the last loud word. <laughs> John, John, I wish I could be half the writer you are. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, to finish it up, we have Ghost Tribe and Widow Squirt. Uh, Purple, do you want to read... Uh... Akora's line, the U2, just that one sure. Uh, piece. Sure. Uh, so this is uh, Ghost Fragment Widow's Court. It's a post-match report between a Guardian-class hunter and uh, Ikora Ray. Uh, actually, Shin Malfer and Ikora Ray. Uh, yeah. 
it is it is confirmed in the associations there really yeah that is i forgot about that no it's, <laughs> it's lord shacks lord shacks is mentioned in the mentions that's because it's christmas <sighs> i'm telling you this now because you don't seem to be taking it seriously we are aware of and share your concerns and our monitoring. It could be you're too close to the situation to get a clear, full view. Too close? I've seen the vids from Widow's Court. They're playing with death. The story... Uh, oh, whoops. <laughs> For those that might be confused, he just deleted a line of comments. So, <laughs> uh, so very short card. Now... This I put this at the end here because I feel like this is definitely post uh, Dragon Zah yeah. life, no doubt. And it's just Thorn is uh, making a comeback, and so that is that's the story of uh, really Jaren and Shin. Uh, we already covered our Dragon uh, Dragon lore cast before. Uh, I think it was like episode six or something. I wasn't I wasn't present for that one, but it was a good one. I listened to yep. it. Uh, so let's let's talk about these cards. What is what do, what do you guys want to point out specifically? What theories do you have from these cards? Like, what what do you want to say? Like, what do you got to say about these? Well, and the, and uh, just so everyone is aware, with with this podcast, we try to be strictly. This is lore. This is like this is exactly what it is. This is just grimoire and explaining the definition of it. Uh, not looking into outside of the lore sources to say this could mean this or this could mean that. Uh, very strict to to the grimoire. Uh, right now, we are going to get speculative. At the very least, I am uh, speculative. <laughs> uh, so it's not confirmed by any means. Just keep that in mind. So um, one of the things that I think is really interesting about this this story is that it's it, this is the only instance that we have where we are told that a, someone's ghost. So Jaron Jaron Ward's Jaron Ward's ghost mm-hmm. after Jaron Ward is killed basically um, chooses Shin to be his next guardian. Mm-hmm. We we don't hear of, of a similar incident happening anywhere else in the in the law. Um. Mm. So that that in itself is just something really interesting. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's exactly what they they're talking about in that uh, Thorn Four card. Uh, the, yeah. He is special. Yes, I'm aware. I will point out that in the description, which we kind of skipped, of of Thorn 4, where it lists who is speaking, um, it says one ghost type, designate, redacted, and then one guardian type, class, redacted. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, the ghost, and then um, Dredge and Yor. And so even though this conversation seems to be occurring in the immediate aftermath of the Dredgen Jaren duel, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. um, the ghost um, has already been designate 
something else. Doesn't yeah, it? So, for so those of mean, you who don't know, it means that if you are designate, it means you've been appointed to an office, but you're not installed yet. It's like kind of for the American viewers, our president-elect. Actually, thank you for saying that, because that can... Is it Thorn 2 or Thorn 3? Yeah, because in Thorn 3, which uh, we did not read, just for the sake of this discussion, um, is very clearly between Dragonior and his ghost. And this has parties one ghost type designate redacted, and it's the it's the designate it's the designated ghost to Dragon Yor. You're saying because it's a conversation between Dredgen and his own ghost. Yeah, is that what you're saying? It, I think I'm saying were... I'm saying this proves that the whole designate thing because like I still have that issue where on. Um, the dragon, the dragon lore cast. We said uh, how it says warlock vanguard designate, meaning she's not yet the vanguard. I completely disagree. She is the vanguard. This is just poor wording on Bungie's end. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because if you use it, if you use designate as a verb. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting word because, you know, like I hadn't really thought about it before. My understanding of the word designate was, um, you know, you are assigning somebody to something. That's yeah. that's the verb. Yeah. And I kind of just presumed that the adjective meant somebody who had been assigned to something, exactly. regardless of whether or not they had been installed in that position or so not. This, this, in my opinion, this is saying ghost type designate of and then it's redacted but it would have been of Jaren Ward and then guardian type class redacted which I mean we don't know what the, what the hell uh, Trigon's class was so oh. that's just gonna stay it that way kind of gets off on a, on a side tangent but it seems to me that the classes and um and subclasses are not are um, I don't know I don't know how to say it like they they are put on by the the guardians in the tower right they're classified in certain ways because when you read the card early early cards about um, the first guardians they there seems to be a more of a blend of the abilities there's not established um, like you. You are a hunter. You are a mm-hmm. warlock, titan. It's more blended. Um, so I'm wondering if Dredgen didn't get his type, his class did, got redacted, not because it's necessarily information that they're like blacking out, but because he's been stripped of his um, like being a member of the vanguard. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Well, of yeah, the Guardians, not the Vanguard, you mean? But, yeah, the Guardians. Like he's, okay. he's been out of being a Guardian. Hmm. Yeah, but they still say Guardian type. I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying, though. It is possible that maybe 
he doesn't really fall into any subclass, maybe into any class anymore. Maybe he's, you know, a lot like the Risen or or whatever. I think a good way to look at it would be like Eris. Eris uh, is... If you were to ask me, Eris is no longer a guardian after what she went through. She doesn't have a ghost. She does. She, she has a, like this sliver of light left. She's got powers, but they're not from the Traveler. They're from the Dark. You know, so mm-hmm. while she was risen as a guardian, she no longer is. And in, in my opinion, that's that's where Dragon would be in this instance. He's no longer a guardian. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh. Anyway, sorry, Baxter, keep going. Yeah. Oh. I don't even know what we're talking about now. What were we talking about? You're telling us about your thoughts on this. Oh no, I think I think I've I've said you know I. I I do think it's really interesting that um, Shin Malfa is like Shin Malfa's ghost had a previous guardian. Yeah. And and we don't, we, as far as we're aware, that hasn't happened to anyone else. Well, but even that isn't, and that's that's what that's what the super lore advice at the beginning of this uh, was all about. Even that's not confirmed. It could have been yeah. along the way. Shin died, and a, a new ghost just came and resurrected him. And now Jaren's Jaren dies, and Jaren's ghost comes and just simply talks to Shin. He doesn't do anything; he just talks to him. Like that's mm-hmm. entirely possible. There's that is you're right. You're right. I'm kind of reading into things there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. It does seem like a reasonable possibility that um Oh I would agree. Jaren, yeah. My argument against that part would be that it's pretty clear that most guardians don't remember what their life was like before they died the from their original life. Actually that's yeah. a rule of oh well, not a rule, but that's like one of the established uh, pillars of you are a guardian. It's like you don't mm-hmm. remember. I don't think yeah. uh, I don't think right. any guardian has been recorded as knowing that. Uh, just, just it from the point of Shin says, like obviously he. And talking about and things like that. So my instinct would be to say, if he died, I and resurrected as a guardian, he wouldn't remember this part of the story. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point. And that's just made me think of something else, though, which is kind of a bit of a tangent. But um, you know, Cade seems to remember a lot. About before he was a guardian. Well, that's the that's the uh, like I guess you could call it like the exo clause. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay. I swear to God there was. I, I, I'm looking for it. I, I just can't find it. I swear to God there was a line that said, Like all guardians, we have no memories before our first death. Like something along those lines. Well, if, you, uh, if you're looking for a specific line in the uh, lore oh. of Destiny, you can... Uh. Got it. <laughs> Uh, like all guardians, Fenchurch has no <laughs> memories before the first time his ghost resurrected him. So that's like establishing that as like that's that's what yeah. it is. You don't you don't have hmm. memories before. Minus exos. I appreciate what you were trying to do there, Mike. I you know I I thought it was time to come over to the dark side, but you know he, he prevented me from yeah. doing it. So. Well, I mean it's not like anyone doesn't know exactly what I was looking at it on. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll well, you're not listening to this if if you already if you're if you're listening to this, you know what Ishtar is. But if if you're even trying to read lore and you're not using ishtar collectivenet to research lore, you're uh. a failure. <laughs> in, my, in my eyes, the personal Anonpig view, you are a failure. It's I, such I a would not say tool. that. It's such I wouldn't a call it. Tool. I wouldn't call you a failure. He would think it. I know. No, Baxter is such a great guy. He, Baxter, why aren't you our co-host? He, he would message uh, me. He would message me privately and be like, "Look at all these failures," and he's just like, "Give me IP addresses of people that aren't on his website." <laughs> oh, that's not true. Check. <laughs> well, one one thing I really want to to explore the uh, to discuss with this is. Um, the timeline of all this. When is all this taking place? Now, we already had our dragon cast, so I won't try to go uh, too deep into it. But there are cards that talk about how dragon or cards, items, whatever, that talk about dragon being in the crucible. Mm-hmm. There's an assumption that the crucible came after the city, and I think that's untrue. I think that during the times of the Iron Lords, the Warlords, that the Crucible was first formed. And it was sort of more of a privatized event, more like a one-on-one type of thing. And that's where the Crucible uh, first became. Sort of thing more like Gladiator. And I think that's what the Crucible originally was. And uh, so keeping that in mind, all right. Mhm. We have uh, we have Thor, uh, last word four, which ends unmistakably with Shin using a golden gun to kill Dragon. But really, look. At, yeah, I mean, like. That, yeah, that isn't that isn't how I interpreted it the first time I read it. But when somebody really? pointed it out. Yeah, well, I, I just, to, to me, I kind of just, I, I don't know, I, I didn't cross my mind, but the then somebody... fire burned in me. Yeah. <clears throat> well, somebody into focus somebody pointed it out. Down my arm. I think, yeah, I definitely think it is Golden Gun now. Yeah. Huh. Um, but, so, it's talking about Golden Gun, and then there's this other card, uh, talk, not this other card, this other item, Talk to Lakshmi 2. And it gives you this line. You want another story about Twilight Gap? Anna Bray, the hunter, 
We all dug deep that day. We all touched the light in ways we never thought we could or should. Anna, though, when she fired the gun, capital gun, where her golden blasts hit home, she left behind pools of light like splashes of sunlight that burned and burned. Lord checks. So this sort of this sort of feels like to me that this was the first time like this is one of the first recorded times of a super actually being used at Twilight Gap. Mm. Anna Bray okay. was like in this moment, this moment of like great need for a golden gun. And mm. just it just happened. That's what it was, you know? Um, and then we have Shin doing it to say before the city uh, in my opinion before the city before it was before it was the city before it was I guess to say before Six Fronts he's doing it but it's so isolated of an incident you know what I mean that it's just like yeah it happened but no one actually knows about it type of thing and then the first, like, well-known point of a super being used was actually at uh, Twilight Gap. So one thing that's interesting about Golden Gun that isn't true of any of the other supers, as far as I'm aware, is that um, when you activate it, your weapon becomes the last word. Which is what I was literally going into. (laughs) Mm. Mm. <laughs> which is <laughs> what I was going to say so could it be that is why Golden Gun is the last word like it's the essence of Shin it's his he wow. he did it you know we are his in a sense students we are following his method we craft the light to form the gun that he formed yeah uh, it almost makes you wonder if, if like um Maybe the so we don't know when these stories were written, no. which is like a separate question from when the events took place. But so, you know, yeah, it's quite. It, again, this is all just speculation, but it's possible that this is like a legend that modern day guardians, you know, going as far back as Twilight Gap or, or earlier. Are, are like aware of this story mm-hmm. and um maybe this is what inspired Anna Bray to kind of summon Golden Gun mm. that's an interesting that's sort point. of huh. like it actually just made me think like what if uh this story was because of uh the Ghost Fragment Widow's Court like what if seeing Thorn come back Mm. Like, what if he, what if they knew, obviously they, the Vanguard knew who Dragon Yor was, they knew all about it, they they, they knew the, the shit, but they didn't know the details. Like, what if it mm-hmm. was, Thorn is coming back, like, so they're like, okay, well, we know someone who knows the details, we need to talk to yeah. him. So, they're like, Shin, we need we need you to tell us the details, and he's, I'm writing this from memory, some mind, but, uh, but the facts won't sync with reality. But they'll close, mm-hmm. and there's no all intents and purposes. Well, like, like the the question is why? Why is he writing this in the first place? Is it just a, a casual general entry? Like, it feels like he's writing it with purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, it's, it, yeah. it is. It's addressed to someone. Yeah, 
Exactly. That's how that's how it feels like when I'm looking at it. Honestly, because of the last like before before this this card that was released, the uh, uh, sorry, what card is this? The Witness Court card. I probably wouldn't believe you, but just because of that, it, uh, that's. Hmm. Forrest, you back? Yes. Do you have anything you'd like to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'd love to hear your opinions. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well. I. <sighs> You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. I don't... I don't... The reason that I I say that I hate these cards, I don't. This is the story that got me in this whole mess with you all is in the first place. Um, because my husband was playing this game all the time. And I was like, what game are you playing? And he was like, it's a, it's a space... Cowboys game and I was like okay and he's like no really look at this gun and he showed me the last word and I was like alright that's a pretty cool gun and he's like yeah there's this whole story behind it and he tells me the story and I was like fine and then I had to read all the grimoire cards um, <laughs> so um, but the reason that I hate talking about it is because I as as a historian, as a as an extractor of information and compiling it into logical sense, I there's so little for as long as we spent the last however long has how far into this podcast are we reading these grimoire cards? There's nothing. There's nothing there for sure. Everything leads to another question, and there's nowhere else for me to look for information that's bare frustration because I have so many more questions well then uh, why don't you give us one of your questions we'll discuss it yeah let's do it well I mean okay so we, we kind of touched on some of them like did Darren's ghost take over and is now Shin's ghost did that mean Shin die did is he a and that's also alive having never had a first death that's true is he going to age die like a regular person because he's still a regular person in which case if he does die a regular person then does ghost get to resurrect him again to just keep going how does that work exactly Um, I don't know (laughs) <laughs> next question uh, next question please <laughs> that's about my answer too I, uh, a lot of unknowns of this story especially um, the one that intrigues me the most is where is G- or where is Shin now is he dead is he um, you know current, currently undergoing missions for the vanguard that's another question we don't really have answered at the moment so it, this, it? Uh, Hollywood access pieces where are they now for <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guardians, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
there are so many like I I I dreamed that we would you know I had this vision that we would run into like guardians from the law just wandering around in um in different areas like you might go to Mars and stumble across Holborn and a bunch of dudes getting ready to go out on a mission somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe maybe next year. That'd be yeah, really, really cool. Please oh, please so Luke cool. Smith. If you're listening, please please Luke Smith. Is he in charge of Destiny too? He's uh he his um if you look at his profile it says he's uh let's see, hold on, I got the exact quote for you. He's verified now, oh boy. Um, director unannounced game at Bungie. So that's yeah. a, that's his entire <coughs> bio. So I think it's fair to say he's the director for, uh, which is a good thing because Taken King was really good and he directed yeah. that. Who's the uh, Bioware guy? Is he? No, uh, he's not the guy that was on Bioware, but now he's working for Bungie. Oh. Uh, I follow him and I don't remember his name. Give me about twenty minutes and I'll be able to go through my following. I I can get it. Don't worry. Hold on, I got it. I'm gonna get it for you because I'm so much better. It's Cameron Lee. Ah. Uh, he he is now an executive producer at Bungie. Would that would that be more his role? So, uh, my understanding is that executive producer generally means that you're more removed from decision making. I don't know if that's true. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's executive my producer for... My understanding uh, is that executive is a pointless title to make people feel special about themselves. Yeah. It's true. Can we name, yeah. can we name uh, Anon Pig executive host? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself that title when we first started. <laughs> I think I actually do remember you saying that. Vice President of Law. Yeah. <laughs> Futurama reference. The uh, executive producer thing, by the way. I'm not. I'm not taking a shot. I'm just making a joke from a show I enjoy. I do enjoy Futurama. It's a great. It's a great show. And mm-hmm. I'm the president of law. Come on. Uh, you kind of. I won the electoral. I don't need the popular. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> president-elect of law. <laughs> Times person of the year. Let's <laughs> not let's not go into that. So let's try there, not there to. is there is one thing uh, I want to ask. <laughs> I was just going to say your patience in Times person of the year. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh. Sorry. Uh, so on to the topic, though. Back onto the topic, bringing back <laughs> discussion. Uh, one of my one of my favorite things about these is because in all of Destiny, there is a there is a huge lack of emotion, and in these cards, you really get that emotion back, and that's one of my favorite things about these. And most of all is the character of Dragon, and how you get to to watch him grow and change. And even though his good deeds were only mentioned, like, sort of offhandedly, like, he was a good man, he was a beacon of hope, he made people happy, like, he came to my birthday party, like, just all that little nonsense (laughs) that didn't really matter. Uh, 
it did give you the impression of who he was and then you quickly see how dark he became but it's it's then from that darkness it's like they give you this impression of he was pure good but he became pure evil and it's it, it, it like makes this this impression that he cannot change again like that was that's it you know he's this now but then in thorn 4 we're seeing him talk to the ghost and um, how the ghost is saying how he's evil and he's sort of saying no I'm just a force of nature um, I have no moral ground but it, it's the way that it ends that really shows and I feel like this really shows the character like the, the character inside this I'm a natural uh, force of destruction like who he is on the inside where uh, a man can be killed and uh, and there it is there what is a sliver of hope in my opinion there it's it's he's saying there's a sliver of hope that he can die like that there is a part of him there is a man there is the man that was inside still inside that wants to die that doesn't want to be dragon your anymore interesting thoughts on that I hadn't Before thought of it like <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah, that makes sense. And then, it's uh, possible anyway. Yeah, and then uh, to go further, I feel like I feel like uh, I, I'm not I'm not a psychology major, minor, or anything at all. I've never taken a psychology class, but I do get people. Well, I get people on paper. Uh, Thankfully, Dragon Yor is entirely on paper. So it's very easy for me to follow his motivations and see his underlying underlying motivations. Because from what we know about him, he was a, he was a man who did good. Some nonsense happened, and he became evil. And some of the first things you hear about him doing are he's challenging Thalor. Thalor is, um, un, is undefeated in the Crucible. No one has ever been able to knock him out of that position. And Dragon comes up and he's like, I'm going to fight you. And Dragon wins. Now, on the surface, that might seem like it's a show of power. It's He's the hurricane. You know, a hurricane can't be defeated. But underneath that, in my, opi- in my opinion, it's more. It's that Dragon was like, I want to be defeated. I want someone to be stronger than I am. I want to not be this thing anymore. So he goes to the strongest man he hears about, Thalor. But he proves to be too strong, still. So for however long this has to go on, he's dragging Yor. Then he hears about someone else. Uh, This is when Kabar, Kabir, Kaber, however organized uh, the Vault of Glass raid for the first time with Praetith and Pahannon. Uh Praetith was lost to time. Kabar sacrificed himself. Presumably three others were erased from time or were also lost from time. But Pahannon made it out. And sure, some people can say it was like a cowardly running away thing, but I'm sorry, no. Like, shit's fucking going down in there. <laughs> Get the fuck out or you're stupid. So Hannon wasn't stupid. And he got out. 
So what's important about that is that Bahannon survived. Survived the Vault of Glass where the Vex pretty much are owning the universe within this isolated area. So Dragon seeks out Bahannon, the man who survived the Vault of Glass when however many others could not. No one's ever gone in and come out, even if it was just to go in and watch your friends die and escape. No one's ever even done that. So clearly Pahannon must be strong. Once again, Dragon's stronger. So somewhere along this time, he is, in my opinion, he's the man from uh, Last Word For, where he's this, he's this broken man, he's sad and all that, and he sees uh, Shin back way back when in the Last Word For from the first part and something about Shin he knew it from like right away something about Shin would be it Shin would be the one that could kill him but Shin wasn't just gonna come up and kill a dragon you know so what does he have to do he has to motivate him he has to tempt him he has to kill his father and then give him his father's gun and that's exactly what he does he kills Jaren Ward in the last word three and then in the in thorn four sends jaren's ghost with the gun right back to shin so it would send shin on the trail of killing dragon yor and that last line in the last word four there's a sliver of hope because he that was his final that's what he's been aiming for this entire time he's been wanting to die mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting theory. So, I follow you. And my my question is that the um, Jaren's ghost seems to be acting that, like, I, I get, I follow the motivation of, of Dreadman, your, that, you know, he's looking, he sees Shin, something about Shin makes him think of this is the person who's going to be able to kill me. So is that same je ne sais quoi thing about Shin, the whatever it was that Jaren and his ghost saw in him, and that's why Jaren took him under his wing? I believe so. Yeah. You see, I think what's more likely... Sorry, you, you go purple. No, oh, that was that was my question. Okay. Well, I think what's more likely is that this, uh, you know, it's it's impossible to say. It's all speculation. But I feel as though there's something. Maybe, maybe um, Shin's light is just. You know how people talk about Osiris, mm -hmm. and um, like Aris finds his light kind of unbearable almost yeah and uh what's that queen two yeah uh when they go and well when we think it's them it might not be Eris, it might not be osiris it fucking is yeah let's, it is let's not but, let's not split hairs <laughs> so you know we know that there are some guardians whose light is brighter than others mm -hmm. basically Maybe that's all that it is that the that the ghost and the Jaren and that um, Dredgen Yor saw that this was a young individual who 
who had a large amount of potential. That's actually a, a really good point, and that's something they say in Thorn 4, isn't it? Well, they say he's special. He's special. That's just the line. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you guys go on talking. I'm going to find this. It'll interrupt you in the middle of it, so be prepared for that. Well, no, I mean, just on the same thing, topic, like, if we always assume, you know, we, the light comes from the traveler. I would disagree with that. Uh, there's light in all things. It's that the traveler gave us the ability to harness it. Mm. I can agree. It, with that it is. More. It's confusing though, because I I agree with Anon. That's that's my understanding. You know, like the the fact that the the ghost, you know, our ghost comes and resurrects us because we. You know, the impression I get is because that we, you know, that there's some light left. Basically, I don't know. I, I I think there are there are mixed messages in different places, and it's not clear in my head exactly how light works. Which I mean, I guess is you know in in the 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 Aries cards, um, Jacob Hardy, who is far more intelligent. Than he would have been, thanks to the the uh, the effects of the the traveler during the golden age, is struggling to understand the this what does he say the the slippery irreality of light. Yes, yeah, the slippery irreality of light. So, without the traveler's help, I I think we will struggle to understand the exact nature of light as well. But well, it, it definitely. I I mean, like I absolutely have a firm grasp on it, but. Well, of course, that, yeah. <laughs> Bow down to the Lord God. I couldn't, right. I couldn't find what I thought was there, but I did find another uh, thing just to to further reinforce my uh, my statement on uh, Dragon. In the last word for, uh, he says, "I've been waiting for you for this day." He's been. He, he doesn't put up a fight. When Shin comes, he's just like, you know. But the, this, the thing is, if you if you're using the logic, if you if you think, if you're coming at this from the point of view that well maybe Dredge and Yor went in there, wanting to be defeated, then I think, I think it was that. So let me let me rephrase it. When when at first he was looking at Thalor at Bahannon, he thought it had to be someone to defeat him. But then when he saw Shin, he understood it was Shin. That was to defeat him. Not that he had to put up the fight, just that Shin was the only answer. Is is another possibility that um, Dredgenio believed in something similar to sword logic? Hmm. I think that's without a doubt. I mean... From what you get from the guard, after this is going back a little ways to the, just to put off a little bit on the tangent. Um, after Oryx communes with the deep during the Books of Sorrows, he comes back out with this sense of I need to kill everything in order to become powerful, in order to achieve that final perfect shape. Um, 
and I think Tolan does the same thing. I think Tolan says the same thing. I'm forgetting the card that that's from. Um, so it, it seems as almost if anyone who follows the deep, follows the darkness, wants to achieve this sense of, um, in order to become powerful, I need to kill everything or any, anything that is powerful than me to prove my own power. I, 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 do, I do have to agree with Anon Pig here just because of the fact that he's finding... It, it, it just makes me very confused that he's he's killed all these other people and then once he comes in front of this young guardian that he immediately just stands down and accepts his own death. But but the thing the thing is as well, when he fights Jaron Ward, we, we don't know exactly what happened during the fight. Nope. But Jaron Ward shot first. And we should get that on a T-shirt. i am absolutely putting that out now yeah so jaron ward shot first and um what is it that his ghost says he uh, um he shot uh i'm I'm right at it he never misses he never misses yeah first first time for everything guess he missed he never misses first time for everything which i think so he is, he is what I think. I don't know how Dredgen Yor was able to do it, but there's some way that the, the shot didn't hurt him, hmm. basically. Or, or he dodged it, or some, something. He did something. He Maybe he's a night stalker. Yeah, exactly. See? So. We are so insane. Ah, damn it's, time. it's crazy. We should get um, Creepy. No. Oh, God. No. Oh, turning him down. It's it's. Don't tempt me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the there's some way that Dredge and Yor just wasn't harmed. Either either he avoided it or it didn't affect him or, or something. Mm. Uh, and I suspect that what was the same with um, with Thala and with Pahanan. And um, I think he expected he he would be able to do the same with Shin Malfa, but what but what he wasn't prepared for is the super. I like that. Uh, one one other one other take I'd like to offer on this is uh, in this in the uh, Thorn Four card. When Dragon is giving the ghost uh, the last word to give the Shin, uh, give the apprentice his master's sword. It, it is a gift. You cannot have him. You fear for his light. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like the ghost is understanding. Dragon is setting something up, and maybe mm-hmm. it's that this is actually maybe it was a trap that Shin would kill Dragon, and that's what Dragon wanted, but not. Because Dragon wanted to die, but because mm. it would sort of be like an infection, like he's been called before. But that by killing Dragon, and maybe that's what it's been. What if, what if that's what mm. it is? The Dragon Yore is an infection. Dragon yeah. went up against one person and died, and that person became Dragon. Then Dragon 2 went up against the next person and died. So the person that killed Dragon 2 becomes Dragon Dragon 3. So Dragon 3 goes up against Jaren. 
and Jaren My shoots gosh. him. Jaren kills him. Jaren becomes Dragon Four, and then Shin goes out and kills Dragon Four. Jaren becomes Dragon Five. Like, what if it's just like this ever, never-ending chain of infection through death? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's possible. Yeah. If that's one of the more outlandish theories that I've heard. Absolutely, that's what I'm here for. I I did wonder. Um, isn't Dredgen a title? Yes. What? Yes. Is Dredgen... So, in the card, Ghost Fragment Cathedral of Dusk, Mm -hmm. um... It's one, another one of those conversations. And under associations, it lists you know, Crucible, Dreadnought, blah, 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 Thorn, comma, Veil, comma, Dredgen, a.k.a. Orsa, Zyre, mm-hmm. then your, comma, Dredgen. And in the card, they say, like, this isn't like the stories we've heard about your, so they call him your and not Dredgen. Yeah, because Yor is his, uh, it's his name. Dragon is the title. Right. Like Dragon, well, what did what was it compared to? Like Darth from Star Wars. Right. Like it's yeah. Darth is the title. Vader is the name. Name. Right. Uh, Darth is the title. Maul is the name. Which actually, uh, something to clarify there. Uh, there is no man here. I am now and for the rest of the time only Dragon Yor. The Eternal Abyss. Uh, so not all forgotten languages are dead. Dragon, unless Dragon means the Eternal and Yor meant Abyss, which is what I actually thought it meant, and then in that case, everyone else is just being the Eternal something, the Eternal something. Uh, in my opinion, it's more likely that Yor itself means the Eternal Abyss. Hmm. I wonder what language that's supposed to be. Um, mm. If you Google the word your, it's a 1983 science fiction fantasy film. <laughs> ah, references. So clearly this is connected. <laughs> <laughs> All the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. That actually came up on my Google results above Destiny. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, I remember because it's called Your, the Hunter from the Future. <laughs> Mm. All the pieces of the puzzle. <laughs> Jesus. Treading yours, Hunter confirmed. Until, <laughs> I don't know. Also, your. Treading yours is the stranger. Confirmed. Probably. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yours seems to be some sort of health insurance company as well. Yeah, I noticed that too. Mm, Choose your country. Yeah. Your, a universal word that can be used to express one's opinion on almost any subject or statement, but usually used to show someone's distaste at a particular statement or comment. The light. Hmm. Bungie chooses their names, most of their names, very deliberately. I would disagree with that. Really? Yes. 
Why do you say that? And that, that was something I was saying earlier before we got into this 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 section. I do not think that they choose things deliberately with like the way that you're making it sound. It's like they're saying it with intent. And one of the the popular theories that really fucking drives me up a wall is uh, the Skolas theory. Skolas, uh, his name was derived from Skol, the Norse god. So therefore, Skolas has a brother. What? No, that. No. So to say they choose their names deliberately, it's like yeah, yeah, because they sound cool, <laughs> or because they have like a minor uh, relation. Or they to think it would be a cool reference. Yeah. But Where that doesn't like, mean that it's the same. Yeah, Osiris, and then the gear of the trials of Osiris is Egyptian-themed. Oh, that's cool. That's probably as far as it goes. Like, like it probably doesn't go... Well... All I'm hearing I is... Uh... I, can't, I can't tell you all my secrets, but some of my secrets do involve Osiris and Egyptian mythology. And I do feel like there are some deeper rabbit holes and webs that are all connecting. But, that being said... Uh, people just sort of go off the deep end with it and it's like it's one thing to say like i got this name and this mythology or i got this name in a game and this mythology out of a game that's those are two separate things but if you find something also in the game that connects the mythology now it's getting it a little bit closer and if you find more things in the game that are connecting the mythology, it's getting closer. But to the say, Skolas equals Skull equals Skolas has brother, like, that's not enough. Like, that's just one coincidental relation. Skolas's brother confirmed for Destiny 2? Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty much. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, um, yeah. We're, we're official Bungie <laughs> leaks. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Tell everyone. Take me with you. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Alright then. Okay, so... What else do we have to talk about? (laughs) What happened? What happened in the months between when Jaren arrived and when he killed Loken? I'm pretty sure that happened at once, didn't it? It said no, months later. I don't think so. Months later. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it says. I'm assuming sorry. a lot of boozing. <laughs> and that brings up another important question: Can guardians get drunk? Yeah, Kate that, can, and he's an exo. That's so true. Well, that, that that makes no sense at all. <laughs> I'm done. This this it's over. He'd quit. Exactly. Had a good he's, run. He's sort of like Bender, and I'll put I'll, I'll use future realm references so you understand. This. Uh, he's sort of like Bender when he isn't consuming alcohol, he actually gets drunk. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, then, uh, since since you actually brought that up, in my opinion, what happened was Jaren came to Palamon and said, "Hey, come to the city," and then he left. And then he came back to Palamon and saw that Loken was not letting people go to the city. I don't know, because it doesn't really give the impression that Jaren left. I don't. Uh-uh. It kind of mentions how a lot of drifters come and go, and some... That's a good you know, point. Some stay. Essentially, he, the, he calls the main point I'm trying to make is that Jaren came, 
and had no intention, like you said, had no intent, like you were saying, sorry, uh, had no intention of fucking with Loken. Mm-hmm. But it's because Loken would not let people leave that Jaren, you know, and that's 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 yeah. a good uh, point. Like, what actually, what exactly happened in between? Why are we not getting those cards? Yeah. Yeah, but so... at, at the same time, you know, like that the, the order that the cards have been released in is Annoying. strange. <laughs> well, Fresh. it yeah, but also kind of exciting. Yeah, that's true. Like I I love the way that they released the cards because like you know I, there was so many theories to begin with, and I I suspect some people still hold on to the the, the possibility that oh you know. Jaron Ward is Shin is um Dredgen Yor, yeah, or whatever. Which, yeah, which I think is at this uh, when the first cards came out, that was a possibility. A very strong possibility. Yeah, at this point with all the cards that we have, that is not really a possibility. And yeah. I love that, you know, I don't like the idea. Some people just want everything at once. Yeah. And I don't want that. Neither do I. I I like getting pieces of information coming up with theories and 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 possibilities and then something new comes out and we say right well now we actually have to eliminate these possibilities because they no longer make sense well right and if they give us all the cards at once what are we supposed to do with the next seven years of our lives (laughs) yeah talk about it and not have questions or have questions and be like oh well actually if you look at subsection d Uh, and that's actually, uh, while that's also one of my favorite things, having having the cards come out in such a manner that it can make or break a theory, uh, it's also one of my most horrifying things because if you really pay attention to the community, if you really pay attention to Bungie, you see that they are listening, you see that they are her reading our theories, uh, they mm-hmm. are aware of what we think, and if you think yeah. the writers aren't reading this and going, hmm... Let's fuck with them. Then you're just stu- <laughs> like if if ninety percent of the people are going, Jaren is dragon. Jaren is dragon. Jaren is dragon. And Jaren is dragon. Like that is that is the final outcome. And I was a writer, and I'm seeing everybody say that. I'd be like, how can I write this to make them think Jaren isn't dragon? And at the last second, reveal that Jaren is dragon. Just to just because they don't want yeah. they don't want us to know what happens. They want it to yeah. be a surprise. So they'd just be doing their job to completely put us on our ass, like you know, like that's and that's fine. Yeah, I think that's that's fine as long as in doing that they don't accidentally make some sort of mistake that would like pull a lost. Yeah, like I was I was thinking a hundred percent of lost. As, as you were talking about producers, that, because producer saying you have to keep the show going and not finish it when it's supposed to be finished is not the writer's fault. No, I agree completely. But at the same time, the writers had already said, well, maybe not the writers, the the three producers. Uh, who was it? J.J. Uh, Abrams. Um. What were the other? I don't know names. Damon Lindelof. I think it is. Look at you, no oh, why can't I remember these names? Very frustrating. The the Dragon the creators Man. of <laughs> Dredgen Yor, Shane Malfa, Jaron Ward. 
Anyway, the three creators of the show, or somebody, I, I can't remember, I remember reading that they had already decided on the ending mm-hmm. before, like the, the final scene or the final set of scenes had been decided before they started filming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great, you know. Um, I think the thing that I didn't like is like like the the they petitioned the fans to submit theories about what the smoke was. And then they, I, f- I feel like they did that because they didn't know. <laughs> they, did, they didn't know how to explain that. The only thing... I could be wrong. I don't know. No offense if you're listening. That gives me hope about like how this is going versus how lost when um, is that the writers on Destiny went into this knowing that it was going to be a living game. Right? Yeah. You, yeah. When you write a TV show or a book series, um, you know, well, like well, with a TV show, you know, obviously you have to cater to whatever station you're on, you know, and your executive producers and all that kind of stuff. But you don't have to pay any attention to like what fans think unless you're a producer yeah but if you're writing a good show and it's getting good just keep doing your own self um whereas destiny is interactive so they knew that they were going to be interacting with us and what we were going to you know talking about this and figuring out what was going so my hope is the writers took that into account when they started planning out these stories, and they're not going to be like, oh, they figured it out. We have to change it now. Yeah. I I do feel as though I'm sure that they do listen to the community and they do tweak things and change things based on what we expect will happen. But there are a lot of instances where I feel as though they've really planned this out. Mm. You know, like um, there's a card... Uh, which which card is it? Um, it's one of the Toland cards from. Um, is it the from Hive? year one? It's, it's yeah. the one that had the four names. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a fifth that name. Was, that was Hive Four. Uh, Toland, when he was standing there, I was actually just reading this today. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I got it in. Uh, yeah, I've got it. I've got it here now. So Toland says. Um, you know, I still struggle to match the tones to their rune system. Um, four sounds often repeated, but only four. Though I am on the trail of a fifth, faintly heard from the buzz that once spilled from the shrine. Er, er, zol, yul. Which, as we know from the, the Books of Sorrow, are the four of the, the worm gods. And the fifth is the um who who's missing? Akka. Akka, yeah. So Akka is the 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 worm that Oryx killed. Yes. The one And I just yeah. I just love I mean obviously they could have decided that afterwards, you know. Like it's not you, you know that it's it's possible that they just piece it all together later, but I feel like it was this was something that was planned from the beginning. Yeah. And on, on top of that, in um, ooh. my bad. 
<laughs> in um so Ghost Fragment the last word for oh, was uh, released. Well, I would hate to I'd hate to cut you off uh but before okay. you, before you begin that Mike has to go. So uh, Mike, oh. why don't why don't you plug uh where we can find you before you take off? Yeah, sorry about that. It's just it's getting late where I am and yeah, class yeah. again tomorrow. Sorry um, guys. <laughs> this is, this is an enjoyable listen to. I just don't have much to much to input, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, you can find me on Twitter at at Mythos Mike or uh, streaming on Twitch every once in a while at uh, Mike S from PD. Awesome. Well, uh, so, yeah. have a good night, Mike. Bye. Bye. Pleasure, guys. See you next time. Bye. Take care. So what were you saying? Uh, last word for. Yeah, um, I was just going to say, Last Word 4 didn't come out, we, we didn't get it until The Taken King. Mm-hmm. And this is the card where it's revealed that Shin Malfa uses Golden Gun. Mm. But the the Golden Gun animation, where where you switch to using the last word, that's been in the game since the beginning. Yeah. Now it's it's completely possible that that was just a coincidence that they used that model in the animation for Golden Gun, and then later decided, oh well, we should tie this together with the law. But that seems really specific. It does seem unusually specific because I mean, w- w- you could pick any gun for Golden Gun. Why pick the last word? I feel like Bungie has this database. Or maybe like a wiki or something <laughs> of just everything. No, what one of the like CSI crime walls with a string? Yes. I had one of those. La- like like kecks, basically. Yeah. Ca- ca- there's basically a log chart, <laughs> but kind of inverted in in Bungie's office. Maybe they're just well, using it. They're, they're just all using... They're like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Look what you need for <laughs> us. Yeah. Well, we're actually uh, we're actually talking about getting him on in a couple weeks. Oh, cool. So uh, everyone can look forward have... to hearing that. I love Kex. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. He is. He's cool. Anyway, I kind of think that it's probably a combination of both. Like everything is super planned out, and also leaving themselves threads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. they it's like you know every the one everyone's been talking about since um, Rise of Iron came out is the um, House of Devil's Car yeah. that says you know they dig beneath the surface. Mm. You're searching for something. Well, that could be freaking anything. Yeah, like it's yeah, you're right. They were like they wrote that knowing it was Siva. It's possible that they wrote that just to give themselves you know, a thread later to jump off of. Yeah, like they they have like all these like these like highlight points like of worm gods and Siva and of this and of that. And they're sort of like and then we'll we'll put some seeds in and maybe they'll grow. Maybe they won't. Like we they haven't decided if it's going to be, this is it, yet. But just in case they want it, they just, like, have all these, like, little vague options that they could just, like, move this way and move that way and just switch it all up on us and 
I really, I really do love that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're in <about laughs> two hours now. This is, I feel like this is a, a good place to stop. Everyone agree? Anyone uh, have any final statements on lore before we wrap it up? Um, I, I do just want to say that there are some interesting parallels between Shin and Dredgen Yor. And Jaron Ward and Dredgen Yor as well, which I think is really... I think you pointed out one of them the mm. other day, actually. Probably. Um, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, that'd be on Twitter. Yeah. I can't remember what you said now. Uh, on Twitter, I was talking about uh, Ahamkara a whole bunch with you. Oh, yes, that's true. But there was something... Oh, I can't find it now. I'm going through my history. Um, no, I can't find it. Yeah, I don't think it was me. I'm sure it was. Um, but it was. It oh, might have been a while oh, ago. Was now. it the? Uh, was it the um, the prize thing? Mm, no. Then I have no idea. Okay. Well, anyway, I mean, I, do, I think it's interesting how. Um, so uh, Shin describes Jaron Ward's ghost um, as kind of looking at them and. Uh, judging them, but that it didn't, that they didn't feel like it thought less of them, or that, or something like that. Uh, let me just find the example. Mm. Yeah, so, um, so when Shane's talking about Jaron Ward, he said, he was more than us, not better, not superior, just more. And, um, That that kind of it's interesting because um, in one of the thorn cards, Dredgen Yo says about himself, you know, I'm so much more. Yeah. So that's the type of Which thing I thought that was kind of interesting. It, uh, that's the type of thing that makes it hard to say Jaren isn't Dragon because they do have <laughs> like Bungie is like just in case. We both have brown hair. You guys are the same person. I'm just saying, have you ever <laughs> seen them at the same place at the same time? Exactly. Hmm. Uh, it does bother me that they called the last word a sidearm, and then later they call it a cannon. Like, make up your mind, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, that's, that's the thing. If, if this game was made with sidearms at launch... As a as yeah. a weapon class, what do you think the last word would actually be? Yeah, no, you're probably yeah. true. That's probably true. Uh, I'm just that saying, would actually be cool. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Would, yeah. would be cool. I'm just saying that it doesn't get modified by specialists, so. <laughs> well, it shouldn't because right. it's in the primary slot. That's my point. But I imagine a primary sidearm wouldn't get modified by specialists. Exactly. Either. Like uh Universal Remote, No Land Beyond, those would get uh small arms. That's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys. One one thing one thing I want to point out since we're just pointing out silly little things now. 
<laughs> and Ghost Fragment, last word, too. I noticed this about a year ago. Jaren didn't make a sound behind his sleek racer's helmet. I was thinking yeah. that you read it and then I didn't say. Yeah. Is he an SRL? Yeah. Because SRL, Sparrow Racing League, the organized tower uh, recognized event, the first time that has ever happened, like per the lore, was last year. But yeah. underground Sparrow Racing has been going on for however like long it's been uh when you say underground do you mean like physically under the ground wow uh, no uh <laughs> just not <laughs> just not tower recognized not not tower sanctioned yeah not tower mm-hmm. sanctioned so it's very it seems like crazy possible that shin was this or that jaren was just like a racer as well and it's like yeah. that's the type of thing it's like was are, are these seeds were they deciding like early on? Will Jaren also have like things to do with SRL before Marcus Wren became the the focus? <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> <sighs> what, Yay, Lol. And uh, maybe the... one day we'll have a racing map through Dwindler's Ridge. That'd be cool. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> One one very last thing, I promise, completely off topic. Uh, just uh, something I noticed that I just want to share with everybody before we before we wrap this up uh, is the new map. Uh... Fuck. Oh, I haven't, I haven't heard, heard of that, of that map. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, purple. I could do. <laughs> Okay, it is a. It's a. We have two new maps coming. Uh, originally, we had the Campus Martius, whatever, and the Infinite Descent uh, on Mars and Venus, respectively. Now we have Shining Sands on Mercury, and Hawkins or Hawkins Precipice. Uh, uh, that the, it's not pronounced Hakon or Hacken. It's Hawkoon. Uh, Hawkins Precipice. So was Hawkoon a warlord? Cause he owned land. He he claimed land for himself, and he later became mm-hmm. an iron lord, just like Fellwinter. Fellwinter owned a mountain, and Hawkoon seemed to have owned a cliff face. Hmm. So I just sure. I thought that was I thought that was an interesting thing, like. There's lore all throughout the game. It's not just the grimoire cards. Like this is the fact that they named it Hawkins Precipice. It's, yeah, it's suggesting that, that Hawkins was a warlord before he became an Iron Lord. It does sound as well like it's in Old Russia. It is. Yeah. So, hmm. Okay. So then, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lorecast. Until next week, you can find us on Twitter at Destiny Lorecast. We love to hear from you. Please give us your thoughts and theories. If you'd like to help us grow, leave us a review on iTunes. And oh, Chris, it's probably already like too late by the time that this episode's gonna drop, based on uh, how everything's going. Uh, but 
just in case it's not too late, if you do leave us a review on iTunes before the end of this month, that's three weeks from now, it's definitely too late. You can win a guest spot to come talk about your favorite faction. It's definitely too late. I'm just wasting everything. <laughs> uh, Baxter, where can we find you once again? You can find me at www.ishtar-collective.net or on Twitter at IshtarCall. I love the way that you say that. It makes it obvious that you actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Purple Chimera, where can we find you? On Twitter at Purple Chimera or on the internet at www.ishtar-collective.net. Well, and on Pig, you can find me on my Twitter. Don't look for me anywhere else. You'll find some, some stuff that you shouldn't see. <laughs> yeah, believe me, you should not see it. <laughs> yeah, there might be some Baxters in those pictures. You don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, Guardians. Bye. Bye.